on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. Here's Bob Brainerd. That was like the good old days, wasn't it? Baseball game that takes over three hours. It was nine innings. It wasn't extra innings. And it was a full nine. And boy, the Brewers made it a full nine, didn't they? 4-3 the final. The Cincinnati Reds are winners tonight at American Family Field. I am Bob Brainerd in for Dom on this Tuesday night in a hazy, smoky. <coughs> you, you could see it. On t- you could see. I drove by the ballpark and you could see the haze and the smoke just kind of emanating. It's just so, sort of strange. Kind of gave it that eerie feeling. And, and it was, it was an eerie, weird game. You look at the box score. And that dictates to you that Cincinnati, four runs on only six base hits, but they had a couple clutch hits in there to get those four runs. And the Brewers, three runs on ten hits, and all three coming in the bottom of the ninth on the Christian Yelich three-run home run. Yelich was three for five, drove in all three, and the Brewers had the tying and winning runs on base in the ninth. It took them all nine innings to finally get on the board. But despite the 10 base hits, and again, this was the theme last night, even though they were able to win the ball game last night, but leaving runners on base. That was critical once again. The Brewers were able to get 10 base hits, but only getting three runs out of it and waiting until the ninth to do it. That was part of the story this evening. So, over three hours, but an entertaining ball game, and entertaining because it keeps things entertaining at the top. In the National League Central, the Cincinnati Reds are now a half game behind the Milwaukee Brewers. And the finale of not only this three-game series in Milwaukee is tomorrow afternoon, but the finale between these two teams, period. Unless they would meet in the postseason somehow. But this is it because of the weird, wonky scheduling where you now play everybody in Major League Baseball. You're not going to see the Cincinnati Reds again on the schedule. Nada. Zip. Not in Milwaukee, not in Cincinnati. Tomorrow afternoon will be it. The Brewers lead the series this year now, 9-3 to over Cincinnati. So they have dominated the Reds, beat in Cincy or in Milwaukee. But again, the finale will be tomorrow afternoon, 1-10, Milwaukee-Wisconsin time. So does the game mean something? Because we all know about the tiebreaker. The Brewers own the tiebreaker so far going in. Should the two teams tie? That could be critical here as well. But with so much baseball left, over a month and change to go in the regular season, just strange that the top two teams in the NL Central will be done tomorrow. We can talk about that. We can talk about the game. We can talk about whatever you like in the world of baseball because it's late on a Tuesday. 855-616-1620. That is the talk and text line. And one thing I'm going to toss out here, and you can bring this thought if you'd like in the talk and text line, or you can go to my Twitter account, which is simply at Bob Brainerd, B-O-B-B-R-A-I-N-E-R-D. You'll see it there. It's a red dot with an... Bob's in the middle. You can't can't miss it. But I started a Twitter poll this morning that I wanted to talk about on the show today. And Craig Ashan from Bally Sports will join us later on. He's wrapping things up on the TV side. But I'm going to kick this around to Craig. And I didn't I didn't give him any any warning either. I want to hit him up with this idea like I did with the folks on Twitter to see what he thinks and to see what you think. So if you want to vote, there's still time to vote. Or you can go on there and comment as well. But here is my poll question. 
And we will kick this around as well with, with you folks that do text or, or chime in. And Craig will certainly have an opinion on this. But here is the hypothetical. Because, ladies and gentlemen, the trade deadline is only a week away. A week from today is August 1st. And that is the trade deadline in Major League Baseball. And so far, it has been very quiet. But you expect that now with the added wild cards, when more teams have more of a shot to still make the postseason at this juncture of the regular season, you're going to see this trade deadline be an actual deadline. Teams aren't going to make many moves. There have been a couple blips here. Kiki Hernandez goes back to the L.A. Dodgers from the Boston Red Sox. But... Nothing really major, no blockbusters to speak of. And this really will come down to next weekend where you might see some activity. And for sure, on Monday and Tuesday. And are the Brewers involved? You would think so. You would think that Matt Arnold would go out and get some reinforcements. We shall see. So along those lines, here is the long-awaited Twitter poll that I keep stalling to get to. But here it is. On my Twitter account, at Bob Brainerd, Brewer fans... We will kick this around tonight on Brewers Extra Innings. And so here we are. Would you trade Jackson Churio, who is the number two overall prospect in all of Major League Baseball, according to the rankings, for Shohei, Shohei Otane? Now, if you look like I did at some mock trades, and Otani is certainly a guy that is on everybody's list. And almost everybody understands that he would be a two-month rental. But what a rental. You are getting two players. You are getting an outstanding pitcher. And you are getting the best hitter in all of baseball. Two for the price of one. So, what I have seen in the mocks for an Otani and for other big-time players, but mostly Otani, I kind of centered on that when I was... Kind of cruising around, I was like, uh, like, what's the asking price? What, 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 do, what do the experts think? Most of the experts think it's going to take three prospects. In fact, I think it was on CBS Sportsline that they went down the possible teams that they thought what what could what could a package look like from several teams, and it was always three prospects, and one of them was like the top prospect in the organization, and then a couple other bodies. So for this exercise. Okay, you want to throw in a couple other bodies that in the Brewer system, that's fine. But nothing top level. But we are talking about top shelf. you got to give up something to get something, right? And Jackson Churio, we all know about this young man who's been in the system. He's been tearing it up wherever he goes. He, he's the real deal. I saw one of his coaches nickname him the supermarket because he does everything. He brings everything. He has everything available for you to purchase and take home to be yours. So this guy is in the Brewer's system, and he's only 19 years old. So he is the future. But where the Brewers are, they're still in first place, folks, by a half game tonight because the Reds beat them. But if you want to fortify this Brewer team, think about that. There's your bat, right? There, there's, there's your bat automatically, okay? But you're also getting a pitcher that you can throw into the rotation of Corbin Burns, who took the loss tonight. You hope that Woodruff is, is healthy enough and is himself for the stretch run, so he's back in there. You hope that Freddie Peralta 
is bringing what he can bring to the table. And you're putting Otani into that rotation? I, I would argue then that the Brewers would have the best pitching staff, at least starters, in the postseason. I mean, who else is better? That's pretty darn good. So that's my Twitter poll question. Again, you want to go and vote? There's still, let's see, we got 97 votes. So let's get to 100 here before we talk to Craig Kishan at Bob Brainerd. But would you do it? Now, here are, here are what some of the, the folks who voted had to say this. Um, Ryan in Milwaukee said, no, nah, I don't want to waste our top prospect or prospects for Otani because he's going to be a two-month rental at the most since his contract ends at the end of this season, and we can't pay him the money that we'll be asking for. Yeah, that's understood. And I think whoever gets Otani, if he is traded, okay, the, the Angels are really, they're still kind of thinking they're in the wild card chase, and so they're just hesitating. They're going to wait to the last minute to see where they are in the playoff picture, and that could be right up until a week from tonight. But I think everybody understands that this this is rental material. But if you're a team that is knocking on the door to go to the postseason, but you don't know if you're going to be strong enough once you get there, a.k.a. the Milwaukee Brewers, then, yeah, do you rent an Otani to get the job done? And, again, two for the price of one. Uh, a different Ryan said anyone with a brain would say no. Okay. I mean, I mean that that's fair because, look, this is this is not an easy. Oh yeah, it's not an easy slam dunk because the there's precedent here. They went out and got a Zach Granke. They went out and got a CC Sabathia. We know how that worked out. You go out and get an Otani. What, what this guy has done and what what this guy could do in two months. Yeah, he's a rental. Yeah, that you don't have a chance to sign him to a long term contract. But I mean, come on, plug him in. But would you get be willing to give up a big chunk and a talented chunk of your future? That's the question tonight. And again, you can call in on the talk and text line, 855-616-1620. Uh, let's see, Mike in Colorado. And he said, Dom, he, he didn't realize Dom, Dom was off. Dom's off uh, on the East Coast. Uh, do the Brewers need a refresher course in base running 101? Uh, talking about the game tonight. Yeah, it, um, that's something we'll talk about with, with Craig as well. Just, you know, missing opportunities tonight. Again, 10 base hits. They out hit the Reds, but couldn't make the most of the opportunities that they, that they had. So we shall see. Um, also on the talk and text line, uh, no one, no one talking about the uh, the idea that I have I have floated out there. Um, here's uh, from the four one four. The Brewers will never have enough hot bats to be competitive in the playoffs. I don't care if they have the best pitching in the world. Okay, to that point. So you need a hot bat. None of them hotter than an Otani, and. Again, you would plug in a starting pitcher in the playoffs. I mean, think about that. If Woodruff comes back healthy and you've got Burns being Burns with a bulldog mentality in the postseason, and then you're you're sliding Otani in there, I, I, 
I can continue to point the two for one out because what Otani can do with the bat can help you get some breathing room to get you to the postseason. But then what he can do on the mound when you're playing short series and you can out pitch teams and you don't need all the bats in the postseason if your pitching is the best in the postseason, that's where you have to think about this. Would you do it? But I know you're giving up a talented dude. I know you're giving up a guy who has shown all the flashes to be a very special player. But where do the Brewers, can the Brewers get to the finish line? Okay. It's kind of a two-part question here on this Otani potential rental trade. Two parts. Can you get there without him or without similar players? But do you need his bat and do you need him to pitch? To get to the postseason. And two, can you use that then to vault yourself deeper into the playoffs? And I will say this too. Okay. Take a look at the standings. You can do it now or you can do it later tomorrow. But right now, Milwaukee half game lead on the Cincinnati Reds for the division. We talked about this on the show before the fact that. We thought that the National League Central was so bad and so non-competitive that you have to win your division because someone else is going to come and take the wild cards. You, you won't have the second best team in the division won't be able to nab one of the wild card spots. That still may be true, but right now it's really congested. Cincinnati is the top wild card team at the moment, and again, a half game out of the division, and behind them. Arizona, Miami, San Francisco. You know who's out? Philadelphia by one half game. So if you're betting on, well, if we don't win the division, we're still going to get a wild card spot. No. At the moment, you have five teams that are battling for three spots. And that could be the way that plays out for the final two months of the season. So getting the division, getting into the postseason, and then what you do in the postseason doesn't mean you have to make a dramatic move, and boy, Otani would be a dramatic move. 98 votes. We need two more at Bob Brainerd. The poll question, if you would trade number 2 overall prospect Jackson Churio for Shohai Otani for a two-month rental, go there, vote. We will talk about it on the other half of the break here on Brewers Extra Inning with Craig Kishon from Bally Sports, Wisconsin. I'm going to see what Craig has to say and. We'll read your talk and text line as well as see what you have to say out there on a late Tuesday night as the Brewers fall to the Reds tonight at American Family Field. 4-3 was the final. You're li- listening to Brewers Extra Innings. Bob Brandon in for Dom. Brewers Extra Innings brought to you by Fifth Third Bank with a local Milwaukee team, Fifth Third Bank. Also knows how to hit it out of the park. They've been serving businesses in the area for nearly 15 years, offering industry-specific expertise and local decision-making capabilities to help your business succeed. This is commercial banking value. Only Fifth Third can deliver. Fifth Third Bank National Association member FDIC. Brewers follow the Reds in Game 2 of this three-game series that will end the series and the series between these two teams for good here in 2023, tomorrow afternoon at American Family Field. 4-3 was the final tonight. Time now to bring in my good friend Craig Kishan from Bally Sports, Wisconsin. He's going to kick it around with me as well. And Craig uh, took them all line innings to get on the board here, and, and they did, and they made it interesting. They made it fun. But up until then, the Reds, they, they just seemed to kind of set the tone 
in this game, didn't they? Yeah, and they they did in this game pretty much uh, what they have done to reach their success level on the pitching side. They allow a lot of base runners. Uh, they don't have dominant pitching. I mean, this Abbott guy is good. I don't know if he's dominant. I mean, he he's a pitch to willing to swing like the Brewers are. You're going to strike out, but um, you know they're. They're in a situation where they've they've set this team up with their athleticism uh, and strong arms, as we saw tonight in two different occasions, nabbing Brewers at the plate um, to go ahead and and pitch to contact, and and we're still going to get you out mentality. And that's what they've done in addition to doing just enough offensively with some of these young guys as well. So. Uh, and we've got a full dose of it. Ironically, the Brewers have had the better part of the series until tonight. So um, it's uh, this was a tough one, though. This was this was one that really dragged offensively uh, for Milwaukee, and then to come alive like that, you know, with one swing in the bat, really with the only guy that is being, you know, in Yelich that's doing anything incredibly productive here at this time. Uh, carrying this offense for the last, what has it been, six weeks or more. So, um, yeah, yeah, the Reds doing just enough pitching-wise, that's for sure. Yeah, it was it was almost, Craig, a little Milwaukee Brewer-esque, how they, you know, they nickel and dime you, because Corbin Burns was pretty good, and then the Reds just kind of, all right, we're going to push across two runs, and it wasn't any big bombs by De La Cruz tonight or a Joey Votto blast or anything, but they just kind of did what the Brewers usually do to their opponents. You got a couple... Then you have the, the big two-run blow in the late stages that really turned out to be the difference maker. But before that, Craig, I mean, Corbin Burns wasn't horrible. It's just the Reds just nicked him up, and the offense wasn't giving him any backing. Yeah, the fourth inning when uh, he hit Friedel to lead off and then walked uh, McClain, that's not what Corbin Burns normally does. And, and then he gets a strikeout on Fraley. Uh, but, I mean, the Reds' bats are, are just too good here, and the Brewers have done such a good job collectively of keeping them at bay. You just know at some point the Reds are more than capable of getting a couple of hits with runners in scoring position, and that's what they did. They just came up with singles, but it plated two runs. Um, and for Burns to take a loss like that just based on that alone, you know, he's going to shoulder the blame, though, the hit batter and the walk, you know, unfortunately, that's on the pitcher. Um, but, boy, to lose this one and also have your ERA drop, only give up three hits yeah. in six innings of work. Um, and, you know, we saw a little different version. Burns was really good these last four starts. And we talked about it on our show on the TV side, how the how his curveball has been really mixing nicely with his cutter. We didn't see that hardly at all tonight. We saw the change up a little bit more. So, you know, maybe he was he was tinkering around a little bit and and trying to throw the Reds off because these matchups that they've had all thirteen of the games in this season series played basically in a month's time is is chaotic. Um, you don't want to tip your hat too much at the game of adjustments and and hopefully we'll never see this again. I think baseball has got to do a a better job than bunching these games all together in a season series. Within the division, mainly. Yeah, yeah, because it seems like, especially this year, the way it's playing out, it's a shame that tomorrow afternoon that will be it between the Brewers and the Reds for the regular season. All right, Craig, you and I are gonna we're gonna tag team here 
Mike in Menominee Falls wants to join the show on Brewers Extra Innings. Uh, Mike, uh, we'll hear from Craig Council later, but uh, you got you have to air things out now, don't you? Well, I got three points. Number one, Craig Council has absolutely zero degree of urgency. He has absolutely no killer instinct. And the guy just doesn't have any offensive mindset at all during a baseball game. He lost the game in the second inning when runners on first and third, one out. He's got Weimer at sec- at third base. The shortstop shading towards the short, t- the third baseman shading towards the shortstop. He never bunts the damn ball. Excuse, does, never bunts the ball. As a result of that, we didn't score in that inning. If we don't hit home runs, Craig Council cannot score runs. He's he has an aversion to scoring runs, especially with Burns. Last year in arbitration, they told Burns that he lost because he didn't, didn't win as many games as he should have. problem is Craig Council has never held accountable for being a manager on the offensive end of baseball. Burns never gets any run support. Tonight, he went out with zero run scored for him. Last year, he had, what, 1.1 runs per game or some just astronomically terrible thing. We have bases loaded, nobody out three, four times in a game. We don't score any runs because Craig Council, will all, he has everybody swinging for the launch angle, and nobody gets key base hits. They don't do it. All right, Mike, and, thanks. Uh, thanks nobody for, holds him for Conable. All right, Mike, thanks Thanks for the call. Um, Craig, I don't know about the the aggressive part. I mean, we saw the Brewers get, you know, they, they had somebody thrown out at the plate because they were aggressive trying to get that run across on the double the right field. So I don't know about the, the aggressive part at all. Well, I mean, maybe the frustrations of looking at this lineup. I, I, I think when you look at the lineup today, and this is this is not entirely on, on the manager or his staff that puts things together, not entirely, but it's really tough now that we're, we're entering the final days of July, so we're ready to hit the home stretch in the final two months. And I, I understand Brewer fans want to see – Freelich in there every day, and maybe he should be playing every day. I'm not sure, but we've also seen how how tough it was earlier this season to beat left-handed pitching. Um, today, he puts in a, a, a lineup when Kristen Yelich is the only left-handed batter, and the, and the following eight are all on the right-handed side. Um, I, I think you also have to think about the the strategies in all of this too. Abbott's a lefty. If every single game he's facing teams that load up righties, he's probably doing pretty good against right-handed pitching considering his record in ERA right now. So I say maybe throw throw Freelick in there, uh, throw Winker in there perhaps, even as a pinch hitter late in the game. Um, you know, there's different ways of mixing it up, and I, and I think Craig has, has done a pretty good job of that. Um, but the bottom line is this this particular group right here is anemic at time and at times and i think that we we saw that tonight and they they understand it too some guys have not lived up at all to expectations some guys have been injured some guys are battling back to be superstars like yelich is right now um and and some guys have been asked to do things from the minor league level that i don't think the franchise expected here at this point so um, we've talked about this, you know, numerous times on this show. It is, I get the frustration. Uh, I get the, there's situations where you could be bunting. 
Um, but I think it's not just the manager who's deciding what to do and what not. Players have to come through. Players also get to make decisions on how they're going to approach their bat as well. Um, and I think, quite honestly, I think Craig was frustrated after the game here today. I mean, they had base runners on in every single inning. Yes. But through the eighth inning, they did not have a batter follow up a hit or a walk. Uh, they didn't have consecutive guys get on base. I mean, that's that's a little anemic, if you will. Um, and and they just have to do a better job of that. Everybody understands that. Yeah, Craig Council is, is, has mentioned this of late, Craig, and so has General Manager Matt Arnold. They've said, look, the guys we have, yeah, and we're dinged up, and we have guys that have not reached their potential, but they are really... We're going to talk about the trade deadline in a little bit, but which is a week away. But here's the bottom line. You're not going to trade the whole team. It's still a first-place ball club. It's still a team that is poised to get to the postseason. But you're not going to trade everybody. Can you add some pieces? Certainly. But the, you're still going to have a lot of these. You know, 90% of your team is still going to be intact, and you're still going to be expecting, as Matt Arnold, as Craig Council have said, you're expecting guys to live up to the potential. To Okay, you've had a rough go of it. But we've got two months left, and we've got to, you know, to have a strong push here. They need the guys to step up because you're not going to overhaul this team and say, okay, we're going to start all over again. It's going to have to be the guys that are on this current roster. The majority of them, they're going to have to step up and live up to their potential, as you said. Okay, for our player of the game, Craig, I don't like giving it to the opponent, but I got to give it to the kid who who pitched so well. He went six innings, as did Burns, but boy. He was really tough on Milwaukee. Six shutout innings for the Reds tonight. Yeah, Andrew Rabbit was was really good. And, you know, he opened up his major league career shutting out the Brewers. I think he had 10 strikeouts in that game. And, yep. and, then, and then here, after two rough outings, I mean, the Brewers got to him uh, in the previous two outings. So this is the fourth time in 10 major league starts that he has faced uh, the Brewers here in this one. And guess what? He's good enough to go 500 for himself personally, and uh, that ain't bad, that's for sure. But it was uh, clearly the lack of offense for that length of time against uh, Abbott, the starter, was, uh, I mean, I'd, I'd go with that one too, unless you want me to pick somebody else, but I think we're good. No, no, we're in agreement on this one. He, he would late, Bob. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Got that right, pal. Our player of the game is brought to you by the Salvation Army. Brewers fans every day, the Salvation Army provides shelter, meals, support to those in need. Your donations make a difference. Visit org to help today. I'm going to keep Craig a little later Get him to bed a little later because when we come back on Brewers Extra Innings, I'm going to throw out my Twitter poll question to Craig Kishan and see what he would do. Let him play Brewers general manager. Would he swing the big trade? Would he swing for the fences? We'll talk it over next on Brewers Extra Innings. Welcome back to Brewers Extra Innings. It's a Tuesday night in Milwaukee for a little bit longer. It was a long game tonight, over three hours, like the good old days, if you like long baseball games. Brewers fall to the Reds tonight at American Family Field. 4-3 was the final. Bob Brainerd in for Dom on Brewers Extra Innings tonight, along with Craig Kashan from Bally Sports, Wisconsin. All right, Craig, I threw the, the this Twitter poll out to the folks here that might be dialed in this evening. Did this this morning. 99 votes. Oh, we almost got to 100. 99 votes. And this was my question, and you can be the 100th to vote, okay? Would right. you trade 
Jackson Churio. Of course, he's the Brewers' top prospect. He's the number two overall prospect in all of baseball for Otani. Would you make that trade? Now, okay, maybe the Brewers throw in some more bodies, like a couple more bodies, so like three bodies in, in all. But he is the key piece, obviously, to get an Otani. And we know you're, you're only renting him. That, that's a given. But you're renting a guy who is one of the best pitchers in baseball and is the best hitter in baseball. It's like you're getting two players for two months on a team that needs an injection for both. So I don't want to sway you, my friend, but yes or no, Jackson Churio for Otani. Well, I, I totally get what you're saying, and you laid out a, a pretty good foundation to try to sway me, and I'm sure a lot of other <laughs> Brewer fans. There's no question about that. Uh, but my vote is, if you're talking about uh, Churio pretty much uh, for Otani, when it all boils down to it, I am not making that deal at this point. Um, I'm I'm not of the belief that one player is solely going to completely change the Brewers and make them um, a World Series favorite. I think, I think if you trade for Otani, you think you're a World Series favorite and you want to make sure you win it. And I think that's where he's going to end up going if he gets traded at all. Um, and, and I'm not sure the Brewers think they're quite there yet. I mean, we, we know that the, the pitching has been pretty good, but Woody's not back yet. Um, who knows what's going to happen with guys like Ashby and Lauer, big question marks, uh, Miley. I don't know if Otani is going to come in here and make up that difference. And then, and then again, what we saw tonight uh, offensively, I, I just think they're more than one position player away from being a real serious contender. So I would say no, and I'm, and I'm putting – uh, Churio Bob in the in the Ryan Braun uh, type of prospect that you you knew when he debuted and for the next you know 12 14 years he was going to produce at a high level be an all-star mm-hmm. uh, be an MVP and I and I think Churio is that type of guy on the Twitter poll Craig still sitting at 99 so so you're going to be the 100th to vote. So we'll put you in as a no. So that means 70%, 70 votes no, 30 votes yes in in the poll. And on the talk and text line, the old National Bank talk and text line, which is 855-616-1620, we got Mike in Colorado say he agrees with you, Craig. No, no trade. Keep Cheerio. Otani would, could get hurt just as easily as he could maybe do well. The Brewers need more than one Otani. However, in the 262, Otani is the piece that the Brewers need. Churio needs to go somewhere else. We would be World Series chance. That's Ricky in Honey Creek saying that. So it, 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 it's an interesting, uh, I want to call it a hypothetical because I don't know if it's something that the Brewers would even entertain. I don't know if the Angels would even make the ask. I don't know if the Brewers would hang up the phone if this was even brought out. But the only reason I think it's interesting to banter it about, Craig, is if if Otani, okay, let's say he is as good as he has been so far, and if you get him for the two months, you put him in, you, you mentioned the, the questions in the rotation, 
And in the bullpen, okay, in the rotation specifically, he comes in, he does the job. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball. At the plate, he solves a problem for an offense that needs a jolt. So you're getting two outstanding, not just, well, it's a guy who can pitch and sort of hit. This guy can pitch and hit. You're getting two outstanding players that you plug in to places of need as you make that playoff push. Yay, no, what, huh? No, I, I, I get it. I, I get it. But I'm telling you, man, uh, I think that down the stretch here, um, whether the Angels are still in this thing and still have him or not, or he winds up on another contender, um, I don't know how much he's being pitched around right now. Probably not nearly as much as we think, considering the numbers he's got going on. Sure. Uh, but I think... I think with with a lack of support around him in this particular lineup, um, I don't know if he's going to produce those type of numbers if he were here. Um, and and I'll go back to the CC Sabathia trade, Bob. The Brewer pitching staff when they acquired him was it was pretty good, uh, and it went to really good when he came aboard and and Ben Sheets and and those guys were. Uh, were, you know, all healthy and stuff. Um, but offensively, that was that was a juggernaut. They, they had the offense could cover for pitching back then. Um, it wasn't the other way around. So they're, they're just not set up for bringing in a superstar on a rental here right now. I just I just don't see it. All right. Well, that, that Craig Ashan, as I said, is the 100th vote in my uh, my mock Twitter poll there. But but it, it's an interesting discussion. It's an interesting dynamic because, and I, and I brought it up because it's also not unrealistic. Because as Craig just mentioned, the Brewers have have gone and made these big moves at the trade deadline. They brought in a Zach Greinke. They brought in CC Sabathia. We saw what those guys did during postseason runs. So. Could it happen? Is it so far-fetched that it would never cross the telephone lines to Matt Arnold? I mean, yeah, it could. But are you willing to give up a major league piece, a future major league piece like a Jackson Churio? And, that, I mean, that's a, that's a special talent. So it's it's a hand-wringer for sure. Uh, it's, well, I'm, I'm guessing, Bob, that, that every single contending team is – going to call the angels or maybe he has already called the angels. Um, but the big question too, is when will the angels talk to these teams? Right. Uh, right now there's really far fetched speculative reporting here right now, just because it's Otani. Um, and yes, everybody should probably want a guy with that talent. Don't get me wrong. Um, but where does this franchise go? And it's got it's got a building base here right now with with some young guys. And if you trade even half of them away to get him and bring him in here for two months, uh, I, I think you take a step back to where you could be headed. That's for sure. And 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 I and I say that because we're talking about a developing offense in the minor league level, and we're mm-hmm. starting to see these guys obviously now in the major league level. That has to continue to do, to develop. Um, and it takes years to do that. And we're just seeing the cost. We saw it with, uh, you know, the pitching uh, over those years as well. They finally developed their own pitching. And and they've got a system in place. And you you got to keep the ball rolling on that. This is something Craig and I will discuss off the air um, at one of our local watering holes 
at for sure <laughs> when we can for do sure. it at length, pal. So for sure. Well, I appreciate your your take and your thoughts on that. That's going to be our difference making moment tonight. It's brought to you by An- Annex Wealth Management, investment, retirement, tax, and estate planning from a fee only fiduciary. Forget commission sales pitches and financial products you don't need. Know the difference. Annex provides elite, comprehensive financial planning customized to who you are and what you need. AnnexWealth.com is where you find them. Craig Kishan, you know where to find him. He's on Bally Sports, Wisconsin. Thanks so much for uh, spending some late-night baseball chatter with me, pal. I appreciate it. All right, Bobby. You take care. You as well. That's Craig Kishan. When we come back on Brewers Extra Innings, we'll look at who's hot, who's cold, and what lies ahead for the Brewers and the Reds as they wrap up the regular season tomorrow afternoon at one ten. Welcome back to Brewers Extra Innings. Bob Reardon in for Dom on a Tuesday night as the Cincinnati Reds are one better than the Brewers tonight at American Family Field. 4-3 was the final. Time now to talk who's hot and who's a little chilly on this sticky, steamy Tuesday evening in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It is brought to you by Cedar Heating and Cooling. Trust in your family's comfort at home all year long with Cedar Heating, Plumbing, and Electrical. Their sale is extended. Get up to a thousand bucks off on a Dakin furnace or AC unit through the end of the month. Financing is available. Schedule your appointment today at cedar.com. Cedar Heating, Plumbing, and Electrical. Families helping families since 1912. Well, it's easy to say who's hot for the Milwaukee Brewers. It was Christian Yelich who went three for five tonight and he provided the three run pop in the ninth inning. We'll hear that shortly, but until then, the Brewers were just, Craig, Craig used the word anemic a couple times. Craig Kishan, anemic a couple times. The offense was anemic. Until Yelich did that, it really was. Milwaukee out hit the Reds in this game tonight 10 to 6. 10 base hits, but they also left 10 on base. And that was an issue yesterday as well. So Yelich gets the nod for being hot as he continues to rake and carry this offense. But the offense b- besides him in general. Uh, not so much. Too many times getting guys on base, drawing walks, finding ways to reach base, but drive them, driving them in has been a problem. Certainly something that has driven manager Craig Council uh, a little batty, if you will. I'm sure he addressed the media folks after the ball game tonight. Yeah, I mean, we just didn't do enough offensively. Um, you know, we we put a, kind of a runner on base a, a lot of innings. Um we had a lot of like longer at bats, um, high, you know, especially in their bullpen. I mean, a lot of their relievers work, but um, just didn't cash anything in. What has to change to turn the offense around? I mean, we got to get more hits. That's usually how it works. I mean, again, it was like Sal and Blake, you know, with really good at bats getting into Christian. Yeah, I mean, well, like, you know, I mean, it's two outs, nobody on, and, um, you know, guys put together good at-bats and put the, time, put the winning run on base. Um, so we gave ourselves a chance, made their closer come in the game and, and work a little bit. Um, hopefully that pays some dividends. Um, so it was a good, it was definitely a good ninth inning, um, you know, but uh, a little, not enough. Is there a spot you had in mind for Winker there or... Uh... Was it not right? Not right there. No, no. But later, was it the next batter, or were there any spots that you liked for him in that inning? Well, I, I was. I wasn't going to use him for Monasterio. No. 
Yeah, I mean, he just, he just lost command a little bit, and and that led to some walks, and um, it, unfortunately, the walks, you know, two two walks to starting inning, you know, it, it ended up hurting them. Um, you know, they they put together, you know, the, the ball down the line, just hitting the right spot, and then Vada with a good at bat, and that's two runs, unfortunately. So that was it, and then the rest was was really good. He, you know, he wasn't as sharp tonight. The, the off speed wasn't quite as clicking as well, but he still survived it. But in the end, it was the two walks to to start the inning that, that cost him. Is that ball fair over the bag? You probably have the best view in the hole. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. Is there a relay uh, to get um, Monster at the plate? Yeah. Pretty big play. What did you see? Um, again, two outs and two outs were going to be aggressive, and um, I thought the catcher made a great play for them on the short hop and did a nice job just securing the baseball. We, that's a you know we wanted to we wanted to be aggressive in that spot with those guys, and um, they made it, they made it, Maley made a really nice play there. I thought the other one too, the other out with Vic, is it is it just trying to get something you know going? Yeah, there's two strikes. You know, there's two strikes, and we're that close from a stolen base, and. It's it's either that or trying to get a hit there. Two more good at bats from, from Freelich today. Um, I don't think we asked about it before the game. Just playing him against lefties with the way his at bats have been. Is that something? He he, he wasn't in the lineup today. That doesn't mean anything going forward. But yeah, two nice at bats against the righties to finish it right. That's manager Craig Council, and you heard early on when he was peppered about the offense and what's it going to take to to get it going. Long sigh. He's got to get the hits. Yeah. They're getting the guys on base. They just got to get the hits after the guys get on base. When we come back on Brewers Extra Innings, uh, we'll play back a couple of the highlights of this one. Again, it's strange game, weird game. Brewers out hit the Reds. They fall 4-3. to three. It takes over three hours to get it done. Strangeness between the Reds and the Brewers. And they'll wrap it up tomorrow afternoon at American Family Field with a matinee. But we'll... Dial it back here for some highlights of Game 2 of this three-game series on Brewers Extra Innings. Ready for this? Get up! This? Get up! And this? Get out of here! Go! Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Bob Brainer. Well, we're about 15 minutes away from it being Wednesday morning, so we better get the Tuesday night highlights in while it's still Tuesday, don't you think? I think so. Scoreless game to the fourth inning. Red scratched out a pair of runs. Against tonight's starter, Corbin Burns, who was pretty good, went six innings, but the two runs put Cincinnati up two to nothing. Bottom of the fourth, it looked like Victor Caratini and the Brewers were ready to even the score in the fourth. 2-2. Hit in the air, deep right field, going back is Benson at the track, and it's off the wall. Around third is Monasterio. Here's the relay home, and Monasterio's going to be out. That was... Snuffing out an important run because Caratini had himself a double. Maybe you push him across. It's what the Brewers had trouble doing tonight, so they had to be aggressive on the base pass. But after four, it was two to nothing. It stayed that way until the ninth ninth inning, and then Will Benson of the Reds unloaded in the ninth for a two-run home run. That made it four to nothing. It looked like, well, okay, the Reds are going to take this one easily. Not so fast, ladies and gentlemen. The Brewers put a pair on in the bottom of the ninth inning. Reds had to make a pitching change to bring in their closer. But 
the Brewers brought up Christian Yelich, and he had an answer to make things tighter in the ninth. And the pitch to him. Runner goes, swinging a drive to left. Warning track. This one is going to go, and it is gone for Yelich. He just hit a three-run shot out of here. It's 4-3 now. And the Brewers weren't done. They still put two more runners on the base pass with two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning. So you had the tying run on second. You had the winning walk-off run at first base. One last gasp, but the Reds had the final laugh and the final answer. Popped him up, and it's going to be in play. And the Reds are going to win the game. Yeah, they won the game by the final score of 4-3. to three. So Milwaukee is now 9-3 and three in the season series against Cincinnati. It's all over. The regular season matchup between these two clubs ends tomorrow afternoon at American Family Field with a 1-10 start. Brewers were 13-6 and six against the Reds a year ago and 9-3 and three so far, but they can't get the victory tonight as Cincy wins it 4-3. to three. When we come back, we'll set the table for tomorrow and take a look ahead to spring training. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we'll do that next on Brewers Extra Innings. Bob Rainer in for Dom on this Tuesday as the Cincinnati Reds beat the Milwaukee Brewers tonight at American Family Field. 4-3 was the final. I can never hang up on somebody named Bob because he's been so patient. Bob from West Bend, you get we're, we're 10 minutes away from Wednesday morning, so you get the final say on this Tuesday night, Bob. What say you? All right. What I had to say was I was a little upset about how the bullpen let this one slip away a little bit. But instead, you went on for the last hour about how we maybe could get Otani. So now I have something else to say. Go for it. Let's get him. Get him. You want him. I loved it. I loved it when we got Sabathia. That was the greatest thing ever. I, I've been I've been living and dying as a Brewers fan. Yes, get him. No, get him. Even okay, Bob. Bob. Even if it costs you Jackson Churio, top prospect in the Brewers organization, number two in all of baseball. <sighs> if if he was the key piece to get Otani for a two month rental, do you still do that deal? And yes. I understand what you're saying. Um, uh, that's hard. That 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 is hard to say. It is yes to, but but I I I absolutely would if if they would if they would buy it, and I don't think they're going to. That's the, that's the reason I can say yes. Sure, we should do that because I don't think I don't think they're letting him go. I I don't think. We're gonna see Otani on the market, um, but 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 if we get him, yes, I would take him. Absolutely, right. I would. All right, Bob. Hey, thanks again for your patience. Uh, sleep well, my friend. Okay. That's yeah, Bob. you too. All right. Oh, I will shortly. Um, Bob and West Bend again. Thanks for your patience. Uh, I mentioned spring training. The Brewers pushed out the spring training schedule for 2024 down in Maryville. Arizona, of course, and spring training begins on February 24th. They'll be at San Diego Spring Training Complex. It ends on March 26th at Colorado. 
Um, when it's all said and done, they will play 16 games and home down in Cactus League play. So if you're thinking warm thoughts, doubtful on this warm afternoon and more warm days ahead in the state of Wisconsin. But there you go. Spring training schedule is out. Go to Brewers.com. You can see the entire spring training schedule for Cactus League play. Um, and again, uh, it just keeps getting weirder to say that this will be it between the Reds and the Brewers because we all know in the past you would have division games that would be played against one another well into September. But when it comes to the Brewers and Reds, that's not going to happen. The series, the regular season series, will end tomorrow with an afternoon game. one ten start, which means the 12.40 pregame show right here on 620 WTMJ and on the Brewers Radio Network. Ben Lively will go for the Reds tomorrow. Freddie Peralta goes for the Milwaukee Brewers. Again, that will close out the series. Brewers lead the uh, regular season series against Cincinnati, even if they fall this evening. They still lead it 9-3, to three, but at stake tomorrow, first place in the NL Central, will the Brewers go back to a one-and-a-half game lead, or will Cincinnati erase the half-game lead when they put their heads on their pillows tonight at the Fister Hotel and the Ghosts tap them on the shoulders? Will they say, you're about to be in first place? They have to win tomorrow afternoon to overtake Milwaukee by a half-game in the NL Central. Going to be a fun one tomorrow afternoon, and then the trade deadline. That's when I'll be back here on Brewers Extra Inning. Innings a week from tomorrow, August 1st, is the trade deadline. It could be a wild day and night for the Milwaukee Brewers and for Major League Baseball. So I'll be here on Tuesday to talk about after the ball game on August 1st. We'll see if the Brewers make some moves, some shuffling to try to fortify their run for the postseason. For producer Matt and for all the fine folks here at WTMJ, I'm Bob Brainerd in for Dom today. He's back tomorrow. You all have yourself a terrific Wednesday morning, which is only five minutes away. Good night, everybody.